Stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and welcome into another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball as we go to the second game of a three-game series. The Raiders taking on the Roadrunners of the University of Texas, San Antonio, UTSA, the Roadrunners. And they were running around the bases like crazy yesterday. Way too many. 13-2 to two victory for UTSA in the first game of the series. Dick Palmer along with John Cowell. As uh, we have some uh, partly cloudy skies, temperature up around 81 degrees, and another nice day for baseball here in Murfreesboro. This is uh, Veterans Saturday. Uh, every homestand, uh, every Saturday, as we honor the veterans, we'll have the ROTC Color Guard coming out with the colors, and we've got a group of veterans on the uh, on the field lined up down the first baseline, and our friend Andy Woman. Yeah. A veteran of the Vietnam era will throw out the first pitch today. Well, we need these veterans to instill some of their spirit into this ball club. Uh, Coach Toman talked after the ball game last night how, um, gosh, what was the word that he kept using? It just wasn't a whole lot of life last night. He said they were a little lethargic. There you go. That's the, That would be the word. And they can't afford to be lethargic today, Dick. They're going to have to. They're going to have to get a win today. Certainly true. Senior left-hander Peyton Wigginton will take the mound for the Raiders today against one of the top pitchers in Conference USA, Luke Malone, a right-hander with a 1.75 earned run average and a 6-1 and record. Yeah, he's ordinarily their Friday night starter. They uh, they saved him till today, and that's just going to make it a little bit tougher on us. Okay, we will uh, take a break, and when we come back, I'll be talking to another one of our seniors, senior uh, Bryson Thomas from Spring Hill, Tennessee, uh, playing in his fifth and final year as a Blue Raider. That's coming up right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Hit a grand slam with bunny bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Brad Hopkins with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Winning in real estate is a lot like football. Good coaching and recruiting a great team are the keys. 
I put together a team of lenders, inspectors, and home professionals to help you succeed. Let me coach you through this process and make sure you come out a winner. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or invest, I am here to help you win. Visit bradhopkinshomes.com or call 615-556-9239 to find out more. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Welcome back into our pregame show, game two of the series as UTSA and the Blue Raiders square off. Bryson Thomas is going to visit with us for just a moment or two. And uh, Bryson, you're winding up uh, your senior year, fifth year here? That's correct, yes, fifth year. You had uh, a very uh, serious injury coming out of high school. I want you to talk about that just a little bit and how you think it might have affected your career here. Um, out of high school, I tore my uh, UCL in my elbow um, right before I got to college a few months out. And uh, so my whole my whole freshman year was, you know, I had to do rehab the whole time until I did come back a little early, um, but I wasn't full tilt like I should have been. But um, I don't know exactly how much it affected my career here. Um, it did create probably a few other arm problems throughout the years, um, but I think I think uh, it. I don't think it honestly affected me as much as it should have. Um, you know, I've always been kind of a stronger, big bone type, so uh, I bounce back from injuries pretty well. Um, Last year was the one that affected me the most, I would say, uh, after I tore my PCL in my knee. Um, that was the only one that that was the hardest for me to come back from. You have played through a lot then uh, in your Blue Raider career. Uh, can you think back, and I, this is a tough question, can you think back of any one or two highlights that, that you've uh, had, any particular game or any particular play? That's hard, isn't it? That's a, that's a very hard question. Uh, for me personally or team-related? Hmm. I would say there's there's a few that come to mind. Um, personally, game-wise, I think was my sophomore year uh, when we faced WKU here, and we ended up beating them by, I think, around 10-plus runs. Um, I had a really good game, so did uh, – Blake Benefield and uh, Peyton Wigington had a good game that day as well. Um, you know, I I think I hit I think I hit a two or a three run homer um, that 
that was really big, especially in the situation against who it was. And um, I would say the other game that was really big was uh, this year actually against Auburn. Uh, the uh, I hit a base clearing uh, triple, or I mean a double, not that fast. Uh, I hit a base clearing double that you know uh, really helped us out. We ended up winning Friday night. You're still listed as a two-way player, uh, first base and pitcher. You've pitched a little bit this year, not a whole lot. Yeah, um, uh, you know, it's just whatever they need me as. Uh, I love pitching, don't get me wrong. I also love hitting, so if they want me to do one or the other, I'm always always up for the challenge. What's, uh, what's going on with you now in the future as far as when you uh, get out of school? Honestly, that's... Uh, <laughs> So that's I think that's the toughest question of them all. Uh, I uh, honestly don't know right now. Um, I have a few things I may try, but you know, if my baseball career doesn't pan out further after college, then I got to get a job somewhere and start the work life. Get out in the real world. Uh, yeah, your right. your parents have been your your biggest supporters. Uh, they show up just about every game here or on the road. Yeah, they, uh, they've supported me my whole career, and they try to make every game they can. But um, since this is my last year of eligibility, they're going to every game, um, every road series. They saved up vacation time over the past year, especially after I got hurt. Um, they've saved up all their vacation time so they can take off whenever we go on the road and go see all the stadiums we're going to. Well, we've enjoyed seeing you play here, and we wish you the very best, and let's, uh, let's get us a win today. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. That is Bryson Thomas, a very personable young man. He is a senior out of Spring Hill, Tennessee, and his career, unfortunately, here has been really hampered by, by injuries, but he's got a good attitude, and he's played, uh, played through them. And Andy Wallman goes through. We'll call that a strike. If Will Chamberlain were batting, it would be a strike, John. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know what? I, I I just love that he can still throw. I I think the last time I tried to throw a baseball, it was uh, I, I think I decided I'd probably better be better off doing an underhand. So this is uh, a better salute to veterans Saturday at Reese Smith Field. We've got a lot of vets on the uh, on the field, and the Blue Raiders uh, going over and. Mixing and mingling a little bit. Have we had? We have not had the meeting at home plate yet. We have not for the exchange of lineups, which means we might be a little tardy getting started today. But this well worth it because this is with the ROTC color guard. Uh, young lady did a great job singing the national anthem, and now the players are going down the line, uh, shaking hands with the. Uh, and the umpires are uh, have just come on to uh, the playing surface. So we'll have the exchange of lineups, and right now, why don't we take, uh, why don't we get the uh, Ascend Federal Credit Union starting lineups? Ascend is the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four here in Murfreesboro. And what do you got, John? Well, uh, we've got uh, uh, some familiar faces from last night uh, in the uh, UTSA lineup. Roadrunners will. Have Jonathan Tapia leading off. He'll play third base. Sammy Diaz, who was behind the plate last night, will bat second. He'll be the designated hitter today. 
Ryan Flores will be batting third at first base. And in the cleanup spot, Ian Bailey, the left fielder. Batting fifth will be Leighton Berry, the second baseman, who just was an absolute terror last night. Uh, what is it, five RBI, something yep. like that? Uh, he'll be batting fifth. Matt King, the shortstop, will bat sixth. Batting seventh will be uh, today's catcher, Josh Killeen. Batting eighth, the center fielder, Isaiah Walker. And batting ninth will be Chase King. On the mound, as you said earlier, will be their ace, Luke Malone. For the Blue Raiders, leading off uh, at shortstop, Fausto Lopez. Batting second, Wyatt Morgan. He'll be actually be playing first uh, base today. He's normally our designated hitter. Jackson Galloway will be in left field batting third. And in the cleanup spot, Mason McClode uh, will be the designated hitter. Mason Spears will uh, bat fifth. He'll catch. Tatsunori Nikishi will be in right field and bat sixth, batting seventh, third baseman Brett Coker. Getting the start at second base today, KB Peralta, he'll bat eighth. And Luke Vinson will be in center field, batting ninth. And on the mound, left-hander Peyton Wigginton. Raiders take the field. We'll take our final break. Back with first pitch after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. First pitch on the way, and it's in for a strike call. We are just underway at Reese Smith Field. Peyton Wigginton on the mound. Mason Spears behind the plate. We'll give you Wigginton's numbers in just a moment. The leadoff batter, Tapia, stepping in. 
And while we uh, have a little bit of a moment here, no, I guess we're set to go. Yeah. The plate umpire called time for something, and now Tapia back in there with a one-strike count. The left-hander delivers, and it's a ball inside. What about those numbers, John? Yeah, uh, Peyton Wigginton making his 15th appearance, his ninth start. He's thrown 60 and two-thirds innings, given up 33 runs, 24 of them earned, 67 hits, 11 walks, 52 strikeouts. Ground ball to second and fielded by Peralta. Over to first, and we've got the first out in this game. Carry on. Uh, 3.56 ERA, a 5-3 and three record, and one save. And uh, here's what we need to really know uh, about Wigginton. Uh, he is... Uh, Inclined to give up the home run ball sometimes, and we've got a wind that is whipping out to right field today. So he's going to have to keep the ball low to keep it in the ballpark. Sammy Diaz, the DH, was the catcher yesterday, and he's got his uh, correct number on today, number 44. One out, base is empty in the first inning, and Diaz takes the pitch a little bit high for ball one. Coker and Lopez on the left side of the Raider infield. Peralta and Morgan on the right side. Galloway, Vinson, and Nagishi in the outfield, left to right. One ball to count, and there's a strike off-speed pitch. One ball and one strike to Diaz. Diaz yesterday in the opener had three hits, all singles, and they moved him up a little bit in the batting order. One ball, one strike. And the pitch is taken inside for ball two. You know, it's not often you see a game uh, where they have more runs than hits, but that's what happened last night with uh, the Roadrunners. 13 runs, 11 hits. Raiders uh, helped out with a few walks late in the game. Oh, gosh, yes. And uh, hit batters. The pitch. Swung on, lined, and Peralta's got it. Leaping catch by K.B. Peralta at second base. Dick, he was at the very top. of He probably was as high as he can possibly go. Nabbed that thing, came down, and uh, uh, hit the ground hard. I don't know how he held on to it, but he did, and so now we've got two outs. And now we've got a star in the scorebook on that play. Boy. The batter is a left-handed hitter, Ryan Flores, the first baseman. Flores, two for four, two RBIs yesterday, and I think one of those left the ballpark. It did. It was his seventh home run of the season. And he had another one that would have left the ballpark, except Destin Snyder uh, reached up over the yellow line out there in right field and pulled it back in. Pitch to the plate. A strike called, and it is one and one. Our plate umpire today is Patrick Graham. Rusty Griffin is at first base, and Brandon Henson, the home plate umpire last night, is at third. Swinging a line foul out of play. Count goes to one ball and two strikes to Ryan Flores. Glad to have you along wherever you might be listening on our Blue Raider Network. Wigginton with a count of one and two, delivers, and a little tap. Coker charges. That'll be a tough play, and he is not going to be able to make a throw. 
That'll be an infield hit for Flores, and the ball got in the grass and just died. That was a slow-rolling four-hopper. Heard from Tony Kessinger yesterday. Uh, Tony wanted to know why the inbox wasn't open. I said, well, John doesn't have his laptop here. <laughs> That's the only explanation I can give. But we uh, always glad to hear from Tony. He listens Absolutely. just about every game. Yep. Hope he's listening today. So Flores at first base with two outs. The batter is Ian Bailey hitting in the number four spot. Takes the pitch high for ball one. Peyton Wakington, another one of the fifth-year seniors, super seniors, we've learned to call them. Bailey is definitely a strikeout, uh, a potential strikeout vis- uh, victim. Lines this one into right Not center. That's in for a base hit. And Vincent up with it. The runner on first will advance to third with two outs. He was off with a crack of the bat. So we've got runners at the corners now with two outs, and the batter is Leighton Barry. That's good base running, Dick, being able to go first to third on that. Leighton Barry was a one-man wrecking crew yesterday. Had a solo homer, a three-run homer, and a sacrifice fly, and drove in five runs in that 13-2 San Antonio victory. First and third, two outs. Top of the first inning, no score. Folks still coming into the ballpark. Good day to do that. Temperature right at uh, around 80 degrees. A few scattered clouds. And a ball hit in the air down the left field line. Galloway coming in, still coming. He's got it, and that is the third out. So Barry on the first pitch pops out to Galloway in shallow left. Roadrunners first inning. They come up with no runs on two hits and two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. UTSA nothing. Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, Give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at exitmurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue, and I'll see you at the game. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the bottom half of inning number one. Peyton Wigginton uh, set the Roadrunners down, although giving up two hits in the top of the inning. They did not score. And the Raiders will send Lopez, Morgan, and Galloway to the plate against the right-hander Luke Malone. We'll give you his numbers right after we pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. 
the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. All right, Luke Malone got a good uh, record and one of the top pitchers in the league, stat-wise. Well, he is making his 10th start, 13th appearance. He's thrown 56 and two-thirds innings, given up 18 runs, only 11 of them earned on 47 hits, 10 walks, 43 strikeouts. Got a 1.75 ERA, a 6-1 record, and one save thrown in there. Opponents hitting just 222 against Luke Malone. We'll see what the Raiders can do with this right-hander, Luke Malone, 6'3", 215. He's a redshirt junior. Out of Round Rock, Texas. First pitch is a strike call to Fausto Lopez. Nothing in one. Have a plate umpire with a delayed strike call. We'll have to be on our toes today, John. Lopez takes strike two called. And so quickly, Malone is ahead in the count. 0 and 2. Bright sunshine here. On an 80-degree day and a swing and a miss. Lopez down on three pitches. That's out number one. Malone is a transfer from Texas A&M Corpus Christi and is in his second year at UTSA. And now what do we have? We've got a Coach Toman is out of the dugout. Lopez is saying something to the plate umpire. And we've got a trio out there, the umpire, Fausto Lopez, and Coach Tolman. Is can he you looking read, at the bat? Can you read lips, John? I cannot. Now the third base umpire is going to come over and see what's going on. Well, anyway, I was telling you about Malone. Last year, he was 2-2. Two and two had seven starts, and had a 6.81 earned run average. So he has made remarkable progress in in the uh, span of time between last year and this year. Hey, uh, Lopez is still talking with the third base umpire. Did it have something? Did he show bun at some point in there? I have no idea. Wyatt Morgan is patiently waiting to get in the batter's box. Coach Toman's not satisfied with whatever they told him. He's still talking with a home plate umpire. Lopez was retired on three pitches, two call strikes and a swing and a miss. So I didn't see anything unusual there, John. Unless he's saying that, uh, I don't know. I just don't know. But he's going to go into the book as a strikeout. Well, that's what it was. Yep. It's, uh, Two hey, call strikes and a swinging third strike. Well, we have this. That's what I saw. Let me give you some scores from uh, Conference USA. Are we ready for those or do we want to wait? All right, now I will wait. Well, I don't think Coach Tolman's through yet. Go ahead. No, he, okay. Uh, he's going to talk about it some more, bringing the third base umpire. All right, uh, today we've got Charlotte at Marshall. 
they were supposed to play a doubleheader with the first game starting at 12.30 Central Time. They have not yet begun the uh, first game because of a rainstorm. Down in Houston, uh, Rice uh, uh, coming out big on a Saturday afternoon, leading Western Kentucky 6-1. They're in the bottom of the third. Down in Birmingham, they're in the bottom of the fourth. UAB on top of Southern Miss 3-2. Louisiana Tech uh, uh, at Old Dominion, they are in the bottom of the fourth, and Louisiana Tech leading ODU 4-0. FIU and FAU should just be getting started. And so uh, after all of that, we're back where we began, aren't we? seems that uh, folks in the press box think that the Raiders were arguing for catcher's interference ah, I got you. on that swing and a miss by Lopez. Morgan takes the first pitch for ball one, and we're back to baseball. And there's the strike call. One ball, one strike. I told you they were just underway in um, Boca Raton, and FAU is already on, uh, FIU is already on top three to nothing. There's ball two, and it's two and one to Morgan. One out, bottom of the first inning, no score. Already had a little tay-to-tay here in the first <laughs> inning. Pitches outside, ball three. Three and one to Morgan. Wide comes in, hitting 301 on the season. Batson from the left side. And the pitch. A strike at the knees, and the count goes full. Three balls, two strikes to Morgan. There's ground ball to second base. Fielded, bobbled, and the throw to first, and they still got him. Second baseman Barry bobbled that one, had to pick it up off the grass and fire a strike to first base, four out number two. Barry is playing, what, two steps, three steps into the outfield grass now? He He was for the left-handed hitter, yes. Yeah, he sure was. Now he's moving back in and shading over up the middle. Here's Jackson Galloway with two outs and the base is empty. And the pitch is slapped into center field. The base hit first pitch swing and Galloway. Sharp single up the middle. He is at first base with two outs. This is exactly what UTSA did in their half of the inning after Wigginton got the first two outs. Flores and then Bailey singled back to back, but Peyton was able to get out of the inning. Now we've got it. Mason McLeod will bat with two outs. See how deep that right fielder is? He is not quite to the warning track. McLeod, big, strong left handed hitter, runner at first. Pitch swung on and fouled off. Strike one. You heard it rattle in the stands. Floyd making his first start of the season, John, in the starting lineup. He's been used a lot as a pitch hitter. The one-strike pitch is 
a ball outside. Well, first of all, he, uh, he's a pretty darn good hitter. Hitting 385, uh, 5 for 13 with one home run, but he's also a left-handed hitter with a wind that's blowing out to right field at 15 miles an hour. Throw over to first and the runner back. I'd say that uh, you get something up in the air today and you got a pretty good shot of hitting the football practice field out there. The pitch comes in high, four ball two, two and one to McCloyd. Wind out of the south-southwest again today, blowing out at about 13 to 15 miles an hour. And the pitch. Taken outside, ball three. Three balls and a strike. Mason Spears waiting to hit next. Malone only 10 walks, but he's also hit five folks. Right-hander comes set and delivers, and the ball hit to right field, and very deep, the right fielder over, and can't get it. It's off the wall. Here comes Galloway rounding third. They're going to hold him there. It'll be a double for McCloyd, and the Raiders have runners at second and third here in the first inning. Found the gap on that one, and the ball hit the wall at the uh, base of the scoreboard in right center field. That's why we've got that extra left-handed hitter in the lineup today. So McLeod with his third double of the season is at second base. Galloway, who singled in front of him, is at third. The batter is Mason Spears, who had really the only offensive spark for the Raiders last night with a solo home run, his seventh of the year. I was looking out, where is the left fielder? Something had gotten down into the corner and he'd gone over to take care of whatever it was. He, oh, I thought he was playing on the other side of the wall. Uh, yeah, maybe. He, he's back though, and, uh, but he is playing deep. Second and third, two outs. Raiders trying to get on the board first. Base hit here is going to score two. Malone comes set. And the pitch to the plate. Low. Taken low for ball one. Nagishi waiting to hit next. We're in the bottom half of inning number one at Reese Smith Field. Swung on and into center field should be handled. And it is by Walker, the center fielder, takes it for out number three. That is all in the Raider first inning. So both teams put a couple of runners on, but no scores yet. No runs, two hits and two left. We have completed one full inning. Middle Tennessee nothing, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his 
suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him in. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. So we've got some information for you. Fausto Lopez was ejected, and that was the cause for the uh, the delay. So KB Peralta has moved over to shortstop, and Gabe Jennings enters at second base, and he'll bat in Lopez' spot in the batting order. First batter for UTSA in the second is Matt King, the shortstop, fouls the first pitch out of play for strike one. So apparently uh, Lopez did or said something that the plate umpire objected to, and he was tossed. There's a line drive to right field, diving and caught by Nagishi. Wow. There's another star for you, Dick. I think so. King had a line drive to right, and Nagishi laid out, diving, head first, caught it for out number one. The batter will be the catcher, Josh Killeen. So KB Peralta, who started at second base today, moves over to shortstop. And Gabe Jennings, who played second base last night, moves in to play second base today. First pitch is inside to Colleen. Four ball one. One ball, no strikes, one out here in the second inning. Ground ball to third, all bad hop. High over Coker's glove and into short left field. And that will be a, I see it. Yeah, that's a bad hop single, John. Boy, and he he was just waiting for it. He was in good position. He was ready to throw and, and all of a sudden it's over his head. So here is Isaiah Walker, the center fielder. A right-handed batter. He had a tough one yesterday. And I know uh, during the game, you and I were saying, looked like a base hit to us. They gave him an error, but I think that was an unfair error. Wigginton's first pitch into the knees for a call strike to Walker. One on one out here in the top of the second inning. Killeen leads it first, draws a throw, a very, <laughs> very high throw that Morgan was half had to jump to catch. Yeah, he was uh, ju- had to jump almost as high as Peralta had to jump to catch that line drive back in the first inning. One strike to count to Isaiah Walker. He's hitting in the number eight spot. Lines the pitch out of play to the right. And the count is now 0 and 2 to Walker. Raider infield, of course, would love to have a ground ball here. Let's see if the new double play combination works. And the pitch. 
Hit to right field, Nagishi over, can't get it over his head. The runners are headed to second and third, and that's where they will be as the throw comes in. That will be a double for Walker. Hit it over Nagishi's head in right field. And over to third, Killeen. That ball uh, off the wall at the 365 sign and right center field. Number nine hitter Chase King, the right fielder, uh, lefty, will step in. John, for all the hits we had yesterday and runs and everything, there were no, there were no doubles, no triples. The only extra base hits were five home runs. And we already had two doubles today. There's a pitch high to King, ball one. Second and third, one out. Raider infield playing back. They would concede a run to get it out here. Wigginton's pitch. Strike on the outside corner. One and one. Uh, You're talking about a delayed call. That was a delayed call, Dick. Raider left-hander. Comes set and delivers, checked swing, and it's outside for a ball. Two balls and one strike. Now, a walk wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing that could happen to us. It would set up the double play possibility, and you can get out of this inning with nothing across. Like that would strike out or a pop-up here. There's a little looper going to be fielded by Peralta. He's coming home. They've got the runner trapped between third and home. Spears running him down, and Coker will put the tag on him. And the other runners hold. The Warriors play that exactly to perfection. That will go 5-2-5 for the put out on Killeen. Not only did we get the out, we kept that runner at second base on the fielder's choice. So that's uh, well played. King reaches first. First and second, two outs, and the batter is... The leadoff batter, Tapia. He is a right-handed hitter. So Wigginton, one out away from getting out of this jam in the second inning. Pitches inside to Tapia, ball one. Tapia grounded out to second base as the leadoff hitter in the game. No score, we're in the top of the second inning. A sunny day at Reese Smith Field. And the pitch to the plate, again, misses inside. Two balls and no strikes. Like to say hello to the Witherspoons, Don and Hannah, hope everything's going along fine. Rehab is never fun, though, is it? 2 and 0 oh, the count. Wigginton checks the runners and delivers. Popped foul out of play. 2 and 1. Raiders are 11 and 8 in the conference. If the season ended before this game started, after last night's game, the Raiders would be the number five seed in the tournament. 
Wigginton out of the stretch. And that one hit him on the backside. So that's going to load the bases. Peyton had been pitching inside, 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 and just got a little bit too far inside with that one. So now the bases are loaded with two outs. And the batter is Diaz, who hit a solid line drive in the first inning and was robbed by KB Peralta. That's his first hit batter of the year, Dick. Well, he's showed exemplary control, only 11 walks in 60 innings and the first hit batter. And here's the left-handed or the right-handed hitting uh, Diaz standing in. Let's see if Wigginton works him inside. Bases loaded, two outs. The pitch is a strike at the letters. Nothing in one. Piling up a lot of pitches here early. Diaz hitting 339. That's from the right side. Pops it into right field. Nagishi's got a range on it. He's got it for out number three. Diaz pops out to Nagishi in right. And the Roadrunners leave them loaded. No runs. Two hits, three left. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. UTSA nothing, Middle Tennessee nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. You are listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Go to the bottom of the second inning in a scoreless game. Nagishi, Coker, and Peralta will face the right-hander, Luke Malone. Well, they're finally under, underway in the first game of two at, uh, at um, Marshall. That's like to have a three-hour rain delay and with the prospect of knowing that you got to play two. No lights on that field, John. That they won't play two then. <laughs> Here's Nagishi. Batting from the left side. Did not start the game yesterday. Came in late as a defensive replacement. Grounds one to second. Barry up with it cleanly and over to first. One pitch, one out. Here in inning number two. Thank God it's Friday. We mentioned yesterday that 
UTSA almost unbeatable at home, 17 and three on the, in their home park. And with the win yesterday, they are now 12 and 10 on the road. So they can be had. Here's the pitch to Coker and it's taken for strike one. Brett hitting 257. Coker had two hits. The only Blue Raider was more than one hit yesterday and he's got another one here. Right up the middle for a base hit for Coker. Third hit of the day for the Raiders. And with one out, the batter is KB Peralta. Peralta inserted in the lineup at second base today. JT Mabry still hampered by a lower back injury, not starting for the second straight day. So Peralta's in there. And then when Lopez got ejected, he moved over to short and Gabe Jennings came in to play second. Jennings had to start at second base yesterday. Pitch is low to Peralta, four ball one. Here's a switch hitter batting left-handed against the right-hander Malone. Malone comes set, throws to first and diving back in there is Coker. Brett likes to run a little bit. He's got nine stolen bases. And Malone's pitch to the plate is a strike on the outside corner. One and one. I get those, pick up those calls earlier, John, if I can figure out which way his shoulder's moving. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> one I'll ball to, and one strike. I'll have to watch that. Low and it gets past the catcher back to the backstop. Down to second is Coker. That's got to be a pass ball. So Coker advances to second. That's ball two. Two balls and one strike now to Peralta. Looked like it just went right between the wicket. Yep. Back to the backstop. So the Raiders have a runner in scoring position in the second inning with one out. Malone looks back at the runner and delivers a strike call. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes, the pitch. A little bit low, ball three. Both teams have had runners in scoring position in each inning so far. Still scoreless. Full count now as Peralta asks for time and backs out of the box. They called that a wild pitch, Dick. Malone looks in and now Peralta again asks for time. That'll allow Malone to go for a little dirt. Peralta back in the box. Full count, three and two. And the pitch, bounce to the left side. Coker's going to third. The play will be to first. 
And it is a low throw, but handled by the first baseman, Flores. I'm not sure that would have been a double play the way he had to come in on that ball. Probably hit too slowly. Yeah. Second out. But I'd rather have that runner at third now instead of at second with two outs. So Coker over third base now, advancing on the ground out, and Luke Vinson the batter. Vinson bats him from the left side. The pitch to the plate, line to right field, and the Raiders are on the board first in this game. Vincent, a sharp single to right on the first pitch, and Coker scoring from third. It's one to nothing, Middle Tennessee. That's uh, what that wild pitch set up. So give Luke Vincent his 13th RBI of the season. That is hit number four off Malone, and the batters, Gabe Jennings, who will be batting out of the leadoff spot now for the rest of the game, came in to replace Lopez when Fausto was asked to leave. That's the first lead we've had in this series. Throw over to first, runner back. Jennings 0 for 2 yesterday in the game. Vincent, who is a good base runner, is at first, and the pitch is fouled out of play. One strike to count. A single, a wild pitch, infield ground ball, and another base hit. Single by Vincent, drove in the run. One to nothing Raiders, second inning. Throw to first, Vincent back. Old Glory waving in the breeze out there behind uh, the center field fence. Waving. Wind blowing out. Yeah. Swing and a miss. And count to Gabe is 0 and 2. And there is nothing lethargic about that wind blowing out. No. Today. <laughs> Yesterday it was uh, highly variable. It's it's not a, not variable today. Malone comes set, checks the runner at first. And the pitch to the plate low in the dirt. There goes Vincent, the throw down to second, way late. And Vincent moves to second base. That may be a wild pitch. I think so. I don't think he was going otherwise. And he scored saw that, a wild pitch. Yeah, saw that ball in the dirt and uh, took off. That's good base running. Second wild pitch of the inning. For Malone to count one and two. Now there's a pretty good chance a single scores a. Another runner in scoring position and a check swing. And that one got by the catcher and rolls behind him as Vincent will advance to third. That will probably be a passed ball. That is a passed ball. So a wild pitch, a passed ball. Count two and two to Jennings. Runner at third, two outs. And Malone's pitch is swung on, foul back this way. Oh, hit the eave up over the over our heads at the press box and dropped straight down in the uh, stands. And one of the fans has a valuable keepsake. 
Two and two the count. I was ready for it, Dick. And the pitch. Check swing and strike three is called. And looked like a pretty good pitch. Did. So that is all in the second inning for the Raiders, but they come up with the first run of the game on two hits. There were no errors and one man left. We've completed two full innings. Middle Tennessee one, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. You put away some drinks. Put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Peyton Wigginton takes a one to nothing lead into the third inning. He will face the heart of the order. For UTSA, that would be Flores, Bailey, and Barry, three, four, five hitters in the lineup. Flores, a left-handed batter, singled in the first inning. So he's had a very good series now with uh, three hits and five at-bats. Need to keep that ball low to him. Pitch to the plate, breaking ball, misses inside. We know he's got power to, to right field, pulls the ball. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch. That's in there for a call strike. One ball and one strike. Peyton Wigginton out of Franklin, Tennessee. Page High School, fifth year senior. One ball, one strike. Missed outside, ball two. Two and one. And send a few steps over into right center for this left-handed hitter. There's a swing and a miss. Count goes two and two on Flores. Flores leading off the third for the Roadrunners. Wigginton a long look in. Now he's ready. And the pitch is swung on and fouled out of play. Sun has ducked in behind a cloud momentarily. Last night we had a huge crowd of young people. Not that many today. The pitch. Ground ball to second. 
Jennings up and over to first in time. As Flores grounds out, second to first, Jennings to Morgan. That's a good one to get out. That first one's always good to get out of the way, isn't it? Especially that guy. One out in the third, the batter is Ian Bailey. Singled in the right center in the first inning. The right-handed batter went the other way. And the pitch to him is a ball inside. Started to call a strike on that one, John. Looking at... Uh, he didn't move his shoulder, so yeah. I... <laughs> looking too hard at those shoulders. There's a strike call, one and one. Barry waiting to hit next. Wasn't much doubt about that one. Bailey takes this one low and inside. Two and one. Bailey's a native of uh, San Antonio and a transfer from Grambling, where he played four years. Swinging a foul back. So he is uh, playing as a grad transfer, and this is his only, will be his only season. Well, they played Louisiana Tech. You know, Louisiana Tech is not very far down the road from Grambling. But they played Louisiana Tech in San Antonio. Two balls, two strikes, and it's low in the dirt. I'm going to have to retract that because he did play a season for The Roadrunners last year, so he must have had a COVID year mixed mm. in there somewhere. Full nice. count, three and two to Bailey. Pitch grounded in the hole through for a base hit to left field. That's his second hit. Perfectly placed between Coker and Peralta into left field. That's hit number five off Wigginton. And with one out, the batter is Leighton Barry. Slide to left field to end the first inning. Wigginton will give up some hits. But with his control, he's been able to keep them to a minimum. There's a ball hit to left field. Charging Galloway. Can't get it. Off his glove. And runners will be at first and second. Captain in front of him, though, so... uh... Kept that runner from moving on to third base. We talked yesterday about how good a hitting team this Roadrunner bunch is. They're they're hitting 309 as a team. So runners at first and second one out. That's the sixth hit for UTSA. And we're just in the top of the third inning. Here's Matt King. Nagishi robbed him of a hit in the second inning with a diving catch in right field. And he takes the first pitch and it grazed him and hit by pitch. Wow. So you were saying that Wigginton had not hit a batter all season and now he's hit two in the first three innings here. That is very unlike Wigginton to do that. Sure is. Uncharacteristic. 
for the second straight inning, the Roadrunners have the bases loaded. And now the hitter is Colleen, who had a base hit in that second inning. He is the catcher. Did not see any action in last night's game. Well, he did. Yeah, they did use him as a pinch runner. No action behind the plate last night. The pitch inside, ball one. Good job by Mason Spears to corral that baseball. He's trying to pitch inside to these right-handed batters, and he's just getting a little too far inside. Mm -hmm. One ball, no strikes. Raider infield looking for two. And the pitch to the plate. Down low, ball two, two and oh. Raiders are leading one to nothing, but UTSA has loaded them up here in the third with only one out. Wigginton comes set. Ball hit to right field. Nagishi back, back, back on the track. Looks up, that's gone. That is a grand slam home run for Colleen. And just like that, UTSA has a four to one lead. He got it up in the breeze and the wind just carried it right on out of here. Third homer of the season. And he picks up four RBI. So the Raiders now <clears throat> down four to one. Colleen with a grand slam home run. Here's Walker. Now batting with the bases empty. And the pitch is a strike. Tried to check his swing, but went around. No balls, one strike to Walker. That is the eighth home run Wigginton has allowed this season. Next pitch is high and it's one and one. Raider left-hander delivers and a ball hit in the air to right center and that's gonna find a home off the base of the wall Throw is coming into second and sliding in there with a double is Walker. Thought for a moment might have a play on him, but that's his second two base hit. Yeah, that first went off the right center field wall at the 365 sign. This went a little bit farther over towards center field, but still in right center. And we've got a visit to the mound and this is just trying to get him straight because there's nothing happening in the Raider bullpen. The Raider pitching coach, Jerry Myers, talking with his pitcher catcher and the infield all gathered in on the mound. Final game of the series will be tomorrow at 11 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 1045 with our pregame show. Hopefully most of the rain will be done by then. We'll be able to Get that third game in. There is rain forecast overnight.
So a runner at second, one out. Chase King, the batter, reached on a fielder's choice in the second inning. Strike called. Those two doubles by Isaiah Walker are his first two doubles of the season. He's hit three home runs, but until today had not had a double. The pitch. Strike on the outside corner, nothing and two to Chase King, the left-handed batter. Number nine hitter in the order. Wigginton looks back at second and delivers the pitch and strike three call. Same spot. So King called out on strikes for out number two and that is the first strikeout for Peyton Wigginton. Now the eighth man to hit in the inning will be Tapia, the leadoff hitter, batting for the third time in three innings. Runner at second base with two outs. Tapia has grounded out and been hit by a pitch. Wigginton delivers and a grounder to third. Coker's got it. Long throw across, low and gets past Morgan and another run will score. Morgan recovers it, but down to second base, Tapia. Coming in to score was Walker to make it five to one. On the throwing error by Coker. And now we have some uh, action just getting started in the Raider bullpen. The ninth man to bat will be Sammy Diaz. He is lined out and flied out 0 for two. Five runs here in the third inning for UTSA. Peyton Wigginton been out there a long time here in the, in the top of the third inning. The pitch comes in low to Diaz, four ball one. A grand slam home run. Then a double and a throwing error. Another run. Five to one. Already up over 50 pitches. And we are just in the third inning. That is not a good sign. Right-handers throwing in the bullpen. Wigginton's pitch popped up and that's gonna get out of play. Back in the grandstand. One ball, one strike to Diaz. Strong right-handed batter, Diaz. With the pitch, grounded to third. Long throw by Coker again, and this one is on the mark for out number three. Roadrunners send nine to the plate in the third inning, and five of them 
come across to score on one, two, three, four hits. There was an error and one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the third, UTSA five and Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. And we go to the third inning. Wyatt Morgan leads off for the Raiders. Morgan, Galloway, and McLeod. Raiders need to get some more offense going. They've had two hits in each of the first two innings. Scored one run. And Luke Malone is ready to pitch to Morgan. Takes the strike called. Morgan on. grounded out to second in the first inning. That ball catching the inside corner. Swing and a foul outside the bag at first. Karam's back out onto the field. 0-2 the count to the Raider first baseman, Morgan. And the 0-2 pitch is swung on, hit in the air into shallow center field. Coming on, Bailey, the center fielder will make the, or Walker rather, the center fielder makes the catch. Four out number one. Had to make a last uh, nanosecond adjustment. I think the wind got that as it was coming down. Here's Jackson Galloway, first pitch swinging, singled in the first inning. Hit it right back through the box into center field. They Galloway move. coming in, hitting 324. And on the first pitch again, lines this one down the left field line. Going to roll to the wall, and he is going to have himself a stand-up double. So Galloway two for two, and has only seen two pitches in the game. <laughs> Well, looks like he's a lot more comfortable early in the count than he would be late in the count. That is hit number five off Malone. And with one out, the batter is Mason McCloyd. Double to the right field wall in the first inning. Yeah, it's not that, uh, that Malone is overpowering or anything. We just haven't uh, been able to get that key hitting with that one exception in the second. Swing and a foul over in front of the Blue Raider dugout. 
and that key hit in, uh, there in the second was definitely aided and abetted by a wild pitch. One strike to McCloy. Spears waiting to hit next. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. Threw him a changeup. 0-2 the count. McCloy, a native of Indiana, came here after playing at Howard College. Two strikes the count. And the pitch is outside. One and two. This is the 25th meeting between these two schools in baseball and a decided edge for UTSA. Swung on, popped up, it's in foul ground. Third baseman, now he's gonna take it. Oh, and <laughs> the wind came, got that one and- uh, he, he ended up catching that ball at ankle uh, height. Almost tripped over the foul line. Uh, and that ball came way, way back. Uh, it, uh, not way, way back, but it came back into fair territory. So now two outs and the batter is Mason Spears. Runner at second base, two outs. Sometimes one team just is dominant over another, and San Antonio has been pretty well dominant over Middle Tennessee in baseball. 17 to seven, the series in favor of the Roadrunners. Pitch is fouled to the screen, strike one. You're not particularly sorry you won't be going back to their ballpark, are you? We'll go back next year Do we? for the last time. Okay. Well, I'll be thinking about you. <laughs> be sure to take your take a big umbrella and and your sunscreen. One strike to count. Galloway, the runner at second base. Spears takes it high and inside. One ball, one strike. I think we mentioned yesterday their dimensions there are a little bit longer than than here distance wise down the foul lines and in the power alleys. Hit into right center field fairly deep center fielder back warning track makes the catch one step in front of the wall for out number three Spears flies deep to center to right center. So in the inning, no runs, one hit, and one man left. Let's check the totals after three innings. UTSA, five runs, eight hits, no errors. Middle Tennessee, one run, five hits, and one error. Raiders trail five to one as we go to the fourth inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. 
What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Go to the fourth inning, Raiders trailing 5-1. to one. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Just a little after four, they're just getting underway across campus with softball. Louisiana Tech up against our Lady Raiders this afternoon. Swing and a foul out of play. First batter is Flores. He led off the third inning. He's leading off here in the fourth as they batted around in the third. Flores has a single in two trips. Lefty against lefty. And a strike at the letters. Wigginton out in front, 0 and 2. Now the Raiders had a right-hander throw in the last inning. There's a swing and a foul. That's going to be out of play. Down the left side, count holds at two strikes. Don't see anybody up now. No, he uh, sat down. Owen to the count to Flores, leading off the fourth. And Wigginton's pitch, low in the dirt, one and two. Ryan Flores, a transfer from Incarnate Word. Pat Hallmark, the head coach at UTSA, coached there prior to coming to UTSA. Just going across town, isn't it? Yeah, it's in Houston, uh, or in San Antonio, rather. Fly ball to left field. Galloway back in the shadows of Floyd Stadium, hauls it in for out number one. One down in the fourth. The batter is Bailey. Two for two, and has scored a run. Speaking of Houston, though, Dick, down in Houston, uh, Rice apparently has decided not to go quietly into this good night. That's an English major illusion, by the way. Swing and a bouncing ball left side. Shortstop Peralta, long throw, and got him. That's a nice play. Boy, there's another star for you. Coker tried to get it, but it bounced over his head, and the shortstop Peralta right behind him got the high hop and gunned the runner out at first for out number two. That's, uh, I think we're looking uh, at some pretty exciting infield play over the next several years out of Peralta. Anyway, down in Houston, Rice is on top of Western Kentucky 12 to two in the fifth. Those two battling to stay out of last place. <laughs> yeah. First pitch to Barry is in for a strike, nothing in one. And this one outside kicks off Spears mid and rolls over by the San Antonio dugout. 
one ball, one strike to Leighton Barry. Well, by, uh, down in Boca Raton, uh, FIU is making its bid to stay out of the cellar or get out of the cellar. Foul out of play, one and two. Uh, drops over there, three or four kids uh, down there. They've, they've got uh, a smattering of young railbirds now. Oh, that group is growing. Anyway, down in Boca Raton, FIU on top of FAU, three to two, but they're still early, third inning. One ball, two strikes. Two outs, bases empty in the fourth. Low it outside. Two and two. Well, FIU could do us a big favor if they would beat FAU today. They sure would. Swing and a miss. Struck him out, and the inning is over. So from a bat around third inning, to a one, two, three, fourth. No runs, no hits, nobody left. As Wigginton picks up his second strikeout. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning. UTSA five, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. In the Raider fourth inning, it will be Nagishi to lead off against Luke Malone in three innings. He's allowed one run on five hits, has not walked a man, and has struck out two. Has thrown two wild pitches, and one of those led to the Raiders' only run. Jordan Getzelman takes his position down at third base. Oh, he was sprinting. Coaching. They had the, uh, the sign for the Blue Raider dash out on the scoreboard, and that looked like he was warming up for that. Forrest Arnold coaching at first. I didn't see him doing it running. No, no. <laughs> Here's Nagishi. And looks at the first pitch inside for ball one. Got after that first pitch in the second inning and grounded out to second base. One ball, no strikes. Swung on, fouled out of play, and caroms back onto the field. First baseman will toss it out of play, and it's one and one. Nagishi hitting 245. 
And it's this one right up the middle, but it's going to be taken by the shortstop who was playing perfectly behind second base. Immediately behind the bag. Wow. So that is out number one, and the batter is Coker. Raiders have had some hits up the middle today, but yeah. not that time. Coker bounces to third. Tapia has it. Long throw across in time. Coker got down the line in a hurry, but you can't outrun the baseball. Well, Tapia made a nice play on a high hop. That is the second out in the inning, and the batter is KB Peralta. Grounded out to short in the second inning. Switch hitter batting left-handed. First pitch to Peralta's ball one. Malone misses outside, two and oh. Peralta will be followed by Luke Benson. Two balls, no strikes to the left-handed hitter, and it is swung on, hit to the right side. Barry plays the big hop over to first, and Malone has a one, two, three inning. He says, well, if Wigan can do that, I can too. Three up, three down, three ground balls, one to second, one to third, one to short. And nothing across in the Raider fourth inning. After four, it is UTSA five, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Matt King to lead it off for UTSA in the fifth inning. King has flied to right, been hit by a pitch. Takes the first pitch from Wigginton in for a strike. Nothing and one. King bats from the right side. 267 hitter coming into the game. And flies this one to right field. Nagishi back, warning track, reaches up and makes the catch. He didn't have a whole lot of room left on that one, did he, Dick? He was right in front of the right field wall. That is out number one. I think he might have had another half step he could have taken. 
Here's Killeen, he hit the grand slam home run in the third inning. Right-handed hitter, he got it up into the breeze and hit it the opposite way into right field. Pitch is high. It was his third home run of the season. One ball, no strikes to Killeen. Takes the strike, one and one. Colleen is a native of San Antonio, transfer from Wichita State. He is a sophomore. They play some baseball at Wichita State. Pitch high. That's where they have the College World Series, isn't it? No, that's uh, Omaha. Omaha, where they have it. But Wichita State has been a regular, I think. Two balls, one strike. Check swing. Did he go? Oh. Uh, first base umpire says no. Three and one. Raider fans are not sure they agreed with that call. Three balls and a strike. Base is empty. One out here in the fifth. Raiders trailing five to one. Pitch swung on. Drilled just foul, foul outside the line at third. <laughs> That would have been a double for sure. A stand-up double. So the count goes to three and two on Killeen. He'd have just uh, stand-up double there. He'd have just been a triple away from the cycle. And a shot in the left field for a base hit. Two singles and a home run. Killeen's having himself a day. Hit number nine off Wigginton. And with one out, the batter is Isaiah Walker. Well, I'm glad we, if we're going to give up something, it's a single and not that double that it almost was. Walker doubled in the second, doubled and scored in the third. His Raiders. first two doubles of the season. Raiders getting another right-hander. Up Runner goes, pitch high and outside. The Got throw him. is oh. not in time. Killeen just in there. Mm-mm-mm. He had a huge lead. Pitch was ball one to Walker. That throw was to the first base side of the bag. And I thought we were going to have a play like the one we had last night where we were caught on a, a bad throw. Pitch hitting. That's three hit batsmen for Wigginton today. After going through 60, almost 61 innings with no hit, no hit batsmen, he has now hit three today. Runners are at first and second with one out, and the batter is Chase King, the number nine hitter in the order. King has. Hit into a fielder's choice and struck out. Eric Swan in the bullpen for the Raiders. Wigginton's pitch grounded foul outside the line at first. Morgan made a nice stab, but that was, and that was a no doubt foul ball. <laughs> One strike. Kept somebody from having to go chase it down in the corner, though. That's kind of 
play, though, you throw your, could throw your back out on. First and second, one out. Again, Raider infield looking for a double play ball. Have had plenty of opportunities today, just haven't had one. The pitch fouled away off the screen. Nothing in two to King. First and second, one out, top of the fifth inning. Raiders trailing five to one, the pitch. And a little tap, and if it stays fair, it's trouble. Wigginton lets it roll foul and swipes it up with his glove. Here's an interesting one for you, Dick, from Birmingham. They've just gone to the top of the ninth, and UAB is on leading Southern Mississippi three to two. That could, uh, that could throw a real wrench in this thing, huh? Southern Mississippi has such a huge lead. I don't, I don't see much changing at the top. Well, uh, San Antonio is only three behind them right now. Two strikes the count. Check of the runner and the pitch. Hit in the gap. That's going to get down. That's going to score at least one. Throw coming to third, they'll hold him at first and second. And another run is in. King hit it in the gap in left center field. Vincent got it in quickly. Only one run scored. And that was Colleen to make it six to one. Stopping at second was Walker. That's the 10th hit off Wigginton. Third baseman number one, Jonathan Tapia. Tapia bats, runners first and second, one out. And now six to one lead for the Roadrunners. Tapia slams it to third. Coker's got it, goes to second. Out there, the throw to first. Safe. Throw the throw pulled the his foot off the bag. So we get the one out at second as King is forced there. Coker to Jennings for the second out. Walker moves over to third and on the fielder's choice, Tapia resides at first base. First and third with two outs. The batter is Diaz. That was the double play ball we've been looking for, but couldn't quite complete it. First and third, two outs. A run has scored here in the fifth. It is six to one, UTSA. The pitch. That is in for a strike to Diaz, nothing in one. 0 for three. Was the starting catcher yesterday and in the DH spot today. Big right-handed batter. Throw to first, and runner goes back. 
Peyton Wigginton looks into Spears for the sign. And the pitch to the plate is hit to left field. That one's in the gap. That's going to score probably two. They're playing it off the wall there. They're going to roll, wave that second runner, and everybody's safe. A double for Diaz, and two runs batted in. That will make it eight to one. <laughs> Swan's ready to go in that bullpen, and uh, I, we got to visit the mound, and I think we're going to see a new pitcher here. So Coach Myers will stroll to the mound, and as soon as we get the signal, we'll let you know what's going on. It is now 8-1 to one, UTSA. So there's the signal to the bullpen. We'll take a break uh, while the pitching change is being made. Tell you about our new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. New pitcher is right-hander Eric Swan. Pitching change brought to you by the law offices of John Day, Murfreesboro's personal injury law firm and a proud sponsor of the Blue Raiders. Swan's last appearance was against Louisiana Tech on the uh, Saturday game that run the Raiders lost. He pitched a Scoreless eighth inning, one, two, three inning, and need him to get some outs here. Uh, we do need him, and we need him uh, to get him uh, for him to get us some innings too. Swan is making his 13th appearance, his fourth in relief. He's thrown 39 in the third innings, giving up 43 runs, 33 of them earned on 48 hits, 18 walks, 33 strikeouts. A 7.55 ERA, a 2-5 and five record, and one save. And he will inherit a runner at second base in Diaz, who just doubled home two runs to put UTSA up by a score of 8-1. to one. John, it's really funny how one team can dominate another one in a league like this, but uh, that has been the story. Yeah. UTSA has just had the Raiders' number. Not only today and yesterday, but in years past. Here's Flores to face 
Eric Swan. And the pitch to the plate is high, ball one. Swan is a native of Murfreesboro and graduate of Oakland High School. Played for Coach Mac Hawks out there. He's a big guy. Pitch outside. Two balls and no strikes. Listed at 6'6", 240 pounds. Trying to get an out and get us out of this fifth inning. And the pitch to the plate. Kind of a half-hearted swing and a miss by Flores, who was fooled on the pitch. Yeah, you got to wonder what he was thinks he was trying to do with that. Two balls and a strike. I'm sure he's He'd rather face Swan than Wigginton again, though. Pitch is inside, and the runner was trying to advance to third and will. That'll be a wild pitch charged to Swan. And the count will go to three and one off Flores. Pitch in the dirt. And alert base running by uh, Diaz to get over to third base. Yeah, that runner at third, Diaz, belongs to Wigginton. Pitch to the plate, low and inside, ball four, and Flores draws a base on balls. The first walk given up by Blue Raider pitchers today, first walk in the ball game. Yeah, preliminary line on Peyton Wigginton goes four, two-thirds, gives up eight runs, seven of them earned on 11 hits, but no walks, two strikeouts. But he hit three, which was very unusual. Which is about the same as walking somebody. Uh, Just takes fewer pitches. Yep. Here's Bailey, and he drills it to Coker, and the inning is over. A line shot right at third baseman Brett Coker, who makes the play for out number three. They send eight men to the plate in the fifth inning and come up with three runs. Three hits. There were no errors and one man left. We are halfway home in this game. It is UTSA 8, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.